1: Question of the Week, from the Naked Scientists. Welcome to Question of the Week. I'm Ruby Osborne, and this week our question comes from Greg, who's been chewing this over.
0: When I exhale, my breath contains carbon atoms. How long ago were they in my food or drink?
1: This question has been really eating away at us, so to find out the answer, I spoke to Dr Fred Warren from the Quadrum Institute of Bioscience, Before we get on to the question of time, how does the carbon get from our food into our breath?
0: When we eat and drink, the carbohydrate, protein and fat in our foods are digested in our stomach and small intestines to produce glucose, amino acids and fatty acids, which are transported across the wall of our intestines and into the bloodstream. Anything which doesn't get digested enters into our colon, where it is fermented by the bacteria which live there to produce short-chain fatty acids, which are also absorbed into our bloodstream.
1: So our food gets broken down into its building blocks, which then get sent around our body for a range of different uses.
0: After entering the bloodstream, some of the nutrients are stored as fat or glycogen.
1: Glycogen is a big, complicated sugar, which is how our bodies store glucose.
0: A proportion is used to build and maintain our bodies, and the rest are respired for energy. During respiration, our cells convert nutrients into water and carbon dioxide, releasing the energy we need to live. The carbon dioxide is then excreted in our breath... So a proportion of the carbon from our food ends up as carbon dioxide in our breath.
1: As Hal C pointed out on our forum, nutrients that are stored as fat might be in our bodies for a long, long time before they eventually get used. So let's focus on the food that goes straight into energy production. How can we measure how long it takes? How can I know if an atom of carbon I just breathed out came from lunch today or breakfast yesterday?
0: For plant-based foods, it's possible to label the carbon in the macronutrients using a harmless, naturally occurring, non-radioactive isotope of carbon called carbon-13. We do this with colleagues at the University of Glasgow by growing the plants in a greenhouse which has labelled carbon dioxide gas pumped into it.
1: Plants can do the reverse of what we do. They take in carbon dioxide and build it up into carbohydrates. If they're surrounded by labelled carbon dioxide, then everything they make from it will also be labelled. And if you make those plants into food and feed it to people, you've got a way of tracking the carbon that came from that specific meal.
0: We can then take breath samples to measure the amount of labelled carbon-13 in our breath.
1: Thank you to the good people who ate in the name of science. And what is the answer to Greg's question? How long does it take for that labelled carbon to be exhaled?
0: We can identify two peaks of carbon excreted in breath following eating a food. The first peak, around two to four hours after eating, comes from the food which is digested in the upper digestive tract being respired. The second peak, from four to eight hours, is from short-chain fatty acids produced by bacteria in the colon.
1: Thanks to Dr Fred Warren for that food for thought. Next week, we'll be sniffing out an answer to this question from Patrick.
0: My wife wants me to light a candle after doing my number two to get rid of the smell. Does this actually do anything?
1: Do you have an answer? Email chris at scientists.com Find us on Facebook or Twitter, or visit our forum at thenakedscientists.com forum.